uh, this, this morning as we, as you know, we are in a series called Kingdom of Heaven. We're looking at different parables within Matthew. And just to close out our service today, I just want to read uh, this parable uh, from Matthew 25. And this is just a, a continuation of, uh, of the same chapter that we looked at last week as we, uh, again, looked at the three servants. Um, but in this parable in Matthew 25, um, it, it, this chapter ends with this parable uh, about the sheep and the goats. And when we have seen today, whether it's a relationship with God that leads towards baptism or towards going on a trip or those deeper relationships, uh, even the songs we sang this morning are, are describing right, the relationship we have with God. And that is at the core of our faith. And this parable found in Matthew 25, it's verses 31 through 46. So if you have your Bible with you, I invite you to open with me to Matthew 25, verses 31, starting at verse 31. Uh, and we're going to read this parable, and literally this boils it down to the, really the foundation and point of our faith, as Jesus tells this parable. So Matthew 25, starting verse 31. He says, But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he, we will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence, and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. And then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you for the, from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. And then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. And then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire that was prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry, and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked, and you didn't give me clothing, and I was sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. And then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And you will answer, I tell you the truth, when you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. And as we look at this parable, and again, as, as as Jesus describes the kingdom of heaven, he's not describing, you know, earth today. He's describing the future kingdom, right? When, when as just as it says, Christ will return, right? And at that time, we will go to judgment. In fact, this is one of the few places in scripture that describes the final judgment. And yet, it's obviously very clear. I just, even though it's a parable, Jesus starts with a parable about sheep and goats, right? He, he teaches us some very important truths. And, and I don't know about you, but I read this parable and, and I think, boy, I want to be a sheep. Right? I, sure, I sure want to be a sheep. Now, if you're, if you're a, a, a rancher and you have sheep, you might not think that, right? But, but, but yeah, as we look at this comparison of sheep and goats, right, that, that again, the point of the parable is that even though we might coexist, we're different. Right? As we look at this, the, the 
the population of our world. Right? We, we, all, we see right, that, that there are those that follow Christ, right, that Jesus calls the righteous. And they're not righteous because of anything they do themselves. Right? They're righteous because they've received Jesus as their Savior. Right? And it's, again, we, we are saved by the Messiah, Jesus, because we can't save ourselves. And, and, and that's what sets us apart. Right? And yet we learn about God's kingdom in this is that God's kingdom is the only lasting kingdom. He is the one true king. Right? And he will sit on his throne. His throne for eternity. We also see, and Jesus tells us, that he prepared this kingdom for us. Right? That that's God's will and intention is that us as his human creations will be in his kingdom with him for eternity. Right? That is God's will. And yet we also learn in here this eternal lake of fire, right? And, and again, Jesus tells us who that was prepared for. He says it was made for the devil and his, his demons, right? It was never made for us, right? God's will is that he doesn't want to send any of us there, right? God's will is for all of us to be sheep, right? Which is why he provided a way. Right? And, and we see that, again, it's through that salvation experience of receiving Christ as your Savior is how your identity changes from a goat to a sheep or from God's creation to God's child. Right? And it's only by receiving Christ as your Savior that that happens. Again, we are able to be sheep because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Jesus tells us in John 14, 6, the most bold claim that Jesus ever made about himself, right? When he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Okay, and we see that, again, we also learn in John 10 that Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Hey, and as we, as we realize that today, we see, again, that just, Everything we have to celebrate, and we have a lot to celebrate, even more than we're talking about today. Right? But the number one thing we have to celebrate is our relationship with Jesus. Right? And the, the, the saving that comes through that, and the setting free that comes through that, and the way that our lives and our hearts can be transformed every day when we walk with him in relationship. And that's what sets Christianity apart from any other world religion, is that it's not a religion at all. It's about a relationship with your creator. And so as we're here this morning, I just want to challenge you with a question. Have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Have you believed in your heart that he is God, that he died and rose again, right, and made a way for you to be saved? Have you received Christ as your Savior? Right, and, and if you haven't, I, I hope that you will do that today. And if you have, Right, then the challenge to us then is saying, yes, I'm a sheep, but then will we submit to our shepherd? Right, and we will, will we continue to grow in our faith, right, move forward in our faith journey every day? And again, your journey looks different than mine. Right, and I don't know what the next step of your journey is, but that's the challenge. If you have received Christ as your Savior, then the next challenge is move forward. Become more like Christ tomorrow than you are today. Right, and that step might be getting baptized like Kate's going to be baptized second service. That that, that step might be going on a mission trip or stepping out of your comfort zone. That step might just be committing to being in church more regularly, right? Or, or, or moving from being online to coming in person, 
or getting into a small group for the first time, right? or reaching out to your neighbor right, and inviting them to come with you. Again, I don't know what the next step of your journey is, but keep moving forward. Keep moving forward in your journey. And if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want to say that God's will for you is to be in his kingdom for eternity with him. And the way you get that, the way you become a sheep, is by praying and receiving him as your Savior. Lord, we thank you that we have a place to belong. God, that we can come and worship you, God. We can worship you here together this morning, whether we're in person or online or around the world, Lord. We can come to you and worship you. We thank you for that. And we thank you, God, that no matter where we are, Lord, we can be saved by you. God, that you love us more than we can imagine, and your will for us, God, is to spend eternity with you and your kingdom. And God, I pray that you would continue to guide each one of us in our life and in our faith, Lord, that we would journey towards you. Lord, help us to take that step forward, whatever it is this morning. And God, we wouldn't just live our faith on Sunday by coming to church. But God, we would live our faith every day. And just as that parable says, God, we will live out our faith in the way that we interact with people, the way that we treat people, and the things that we do for your glory, not ours. And Lord, as we go this week, I pray that you would guide us in our life and in our faith. God, thank you for being with us no matter what we face. And whether we're in Caldwell or Boise or Seattle or anywhere around the world, God, we know that you're with us. And we praise you for that and thank you for that. Lord, guide us as we go, as we live our faith, as we shine your light in this dark world. God, may people see us and ultimately see you. Guide us as we go this week, Lord, as we live out being your church. We love you. We praise you. Thank you for all you do. Guide us as we go. In Jesus' name, amen.